Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Well, we're waiting. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, to the Cutting Out Early podcast, episode number 29. Unbelievable. We had a uh, a little week off last week, just some obligations. Spring break. And we're a day late. Yeah, spring break. <laughs> Huge obligation. It was spring break. Very important stuff going on. Yeah, Max was on vacation. <laughs> I went to Chicago for a day. For a weekend, he's the only one that knows how to use the technology. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Come on, this is not that difficult. You guys oh. could have done it. But I'm, I'm offsite. I can't be much help. That's true. That's true. But we're here now, everybody. A day late, <laughs> but we're here on uh, February twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one. Uh, glad to have everybody aboard. Max Major here. Alex Newth on the Zoom call. Zach Montgomery to my left, taking you guys through another fun-filled episode episode number 29 how's everybody doing out there um thank you so much for tuning in and uh the big news that i at least heard was alex you were able to try what i consider one of the top detroit style pizzas in the entire world and you tried that uh last week and i'm very interested to hear your feedback on this because this is big news yeah breaking news (laughs) news. where's our sounder where's our sound guy Palazzo de Pizza out of Royal Oak. It was delicious. It was it was absolutely delicious. Um, you know, I was uh, I was with Anna helping her house sit for her parents while they were out of town, and uh, we decided to to order out. And oh my goodness, that was some good pizza. Um, you know, I've been I've been hearing about it for so long that you know I, I had the opportunity to try it, and I just I had to. I mean that that crust that they have. Is oh. probably the best crust I've ever had on a Detroit style pizza. It's it's not just pizza crust. It's very flavorful. It's almost like a focaccia bread, like a crispy focaccia. It's got focaccia. You can taste the oil and the herbs right on the crust. Focaccia. You know, it's it's not just a normal dough. It, it really tasted special to me. I don't know if you've had the same experience, but I'll have that. And I mean, they they get their uh, their edges, the cheese just right. That caramelized cheese on the edge. We like the stock. We like the stock. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I got to admit that I think is probably the top, the quintessential Detroit-style pizza. If, if somebody wants, like, the real deal, and I'm talking about, like, the actual authentic, the actual caramelized yeah. corners, the caramelized crust, the flavorful crust, the cheese, the sauce on top, whatever toppings you get, which I just am a fan of pepperoni. That's just me. That's what I go with. Just They're double pepperoni. Pepperoni the double pepperoni. The yes. Yes, yes, yes. That is what I would consider one of the top pizzas. It's outstanding. You know, I, I agree. I think, I think it is one of the better 
examples of authentic Detroit style. Now, is it is it going to be? Are people going to have other preferences? Are they going to want like a greasy uh, cloverleaf pizza? Yeah, sure, maybe. Are they going to want cloverleaf? something more? Yeah, well, I, what do you what do you recommend cloverleaf for? I thought you were a huge cloverleaf fan. <laughs> no, I I am, but cloverleaf is is it's like a little greasier. It's it's not exactly the same. I wouldn't call it that. You know, authentic like quintessential Detroit style pizza. I mean, it is it's very authentic. It's the original. It's from the original creator of Detroit style pizza. But it's it's kind of like a a greasier like pizza parlor kind of pizza. Sure. Where Palazzo Pick's de Pizza not. is like, I don't know, almost like a work of art. Oh, pizza. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I, it's like a higher end kind of pizza. Sure. I don't know if that makes sense. I can understand that. I mean, it really is good. I, I I really recommend people try it. It's 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 relatively new. It's the same family as um, Detroit Style Pizza Company in St. Clair Shores. The same family. The cousins, I believe, own uh, Palazzo de Pizza, um, according to them. When when I asked them, so uh, it is in good name because they know yeah. how to make good pizza. <laughs> it's really good. Just a just a little like window, like a counter that you uh, walk in and right. order from too. That surprised me. They have gelato there too. Do they really? It, yeah, they had a cart out. It looks like they'd probably serve it out of the window in the summer. Isn't oh it? Isn't it pronounced halato? That sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> it's halato, right? Halato, just what? like it's focaccia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halato, halato. Where, yeah, where are you, you getting that from? No, you don't. You don't say the J's in Italian. You say you say them as well, H's. It's a G, and I'm pretty sure you <laughs> oh, do. Oh, Zach, it is a G. <laughs> I don't have to say anything. I'm a doctor too. You're not only crazy, you're dumb. Um, but that kind of takes us into our um, other What stuff. does that take us into, Max? Tell me. Tell me what I'll tell sex. you what it takes us into. It takes us into people trying new pizza places. Where is this place, by the way? It's, it's on, on 11 Mile. Yeah, it's in Royal Oak. Like on Main Street? On no, it's, it's like... I'm 11 Mile. 11 and like... It's a mile uh, east of a Main Street on 11 Mile. Okay. In Royal Oak. Just, okay. just You're at the Imagine head east of the mile and you'll find it on the south side. It's yeah, okay. very good. You know what, Zach? Put the put the address into your phone. Don't don't try and find it yourself. You might get lost. <laughs> if you'd like to borrow my foldable map, listen. For it later, I know it's can. actually gelato. I was I was trying to make a joke. Okay, you know I didn't actually think it was gelato. We're not so sure. It's not, not a very funny joke. I think you're just trying to cover your tracks now. Okay, maybe I don't know. I have been known to make stupid oh, comments no! before. So <clears throat> anyway, you're not. What does that lead us into, Max? <laughs> it leads us into people trying new pizzas. But we talked about this when you had the uh, Sapino pizza last time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's an old topic. Never mind. We still have to do our Detroit-style pizza uh, rankings and, and go around and, and try the best. Yeah, we do, we do. I mean, There's Alex, still so many that we have to try. You have to try Louis again. It's been a long time. And it's been a long time for me, too. I mean, it's been a long time since I've had a lot of places just because of the pandemic, you know, I'm not, you know, ranging around town as much. Uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've had a Cloverleaf, even takeout. Oh, my God. Cloverleaf sounds so Especially good. now being in Grand Rapids, I, there's like very few Detroit-style pizza places over here. We have a Buddy's location, we have Jets, and we have a place called Quarantino's, which... I had a so-so experience with the first time. I need to give them another try. <laughs> a so-so experience. Alex, I sent you a place that has Detroit-style pizza in Grand Rapids. I'm trying to remember, but I know I sent you a place. You did? 
Yeah, I did. It was on the south side of the city. It was like in some, I don't know, it wasn't a pizza place. It was a restaurant, but they served Detroit style pizza, and people say it's fantastic. <laughs> you don't remember this? Oh, boy. Well, radio for one. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I'll have to, uh, I'll have to, oh, sorry, I'll have to scroll through my text. I gotta find um, this place. Alex, I'm actually kind of curious to see this because I saw the headline for this, and I actually wasn't sure, like, what this means or, or what this is. But but Guy Fieri, he's opening these like weird like takeout what what, what they flavor town kitchens. What does that even mean? I have no idea. Did you did you read I, the story? I did. Um, it's not there's not very much information in this story. Just saying that there's six new takeout only flavor town kitchens opening in Michigan. What does that mean? Um, A flavor town kitchen. So it's one. It's Guy Fieri's restaurant where he has several signature dishes like bacon mac and cheeseburger, bourbon brown sugar barbecue wings, jalapeno poppers, Cuban sandwiches. I don't know, just all these like crazy foods. Probably, um, probably that he he gets uh, inspiration from his show. Um, I I, th- I take it to kind of be like a uh, like a Bubba Gump kind of company or a we like we love this bar restaurant. You know, one of those places that celebrities open as a money grab. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Being that it's Guy Fieri and he's a celebrity chef, maybe the food's actually half half good. I just thought it was interesting because we're all such big fans of Guy Fieri. We got to try his restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> he's on his way to Wait Flavortown. Wait a second. Oh, I love it. So Flavor Town's uh, coming to Michigan, six, baby. There's going to be six locations, and there's already two taking orders. I saw there's one in Livonia uh, on Haggerty, one on Hall Road in Sterling Heights, and then there'll be uh, a location in Lansing and a location in Rochester Hills. Interesting. Wow. Where are the other two? Why doesn't it tell me? This is like the shortest article with the least amount of information I can <laughs> Come on, MLive. Step it up. <laughs> My goodness. But I saw the one was over. Uh, your brother's in Livonia, right, man? Yeah, yeah, he's over there. Would he try this? Sure, why not? I'll get. It. I'll send the story to him. He's probably read it before. I mean, I've seen it a few places, but yeah, I'm sure he would. I'd like to try it. I mean, if it's we, if his name, if Guy's name is attached to it, then I mean, it's it's gotta be good, right? I mean, he he knows food. He does. At least I think so. Unless it's on act. <laughs> it could be. I don't I know. Think, I think if his name is attached to it, I would try it. I would try. We should. It. We should have your brother on next week if he if he can get a chance to try it. I'll uh, I'll give him a, I'll give him a call this week and see a if field correspondent. That'd be great. We could do that. <laughs> get him on the phone. I would love that. We'll or give it a or shot. one of you guys could try it. I don't have one in my neck of the woods, so I, I can't get over there. But. I was trying to think of what the closest one to me is. I was thinking I don't even know. Livonia, maybe. Yeah. Maybe get to Livonia pretty quick. What would you try? The bacon mac and cheeseburger, uh, bourbon brown sugar barbecue wings. Jesus, <laughs> jalapeno pig poppers. So just jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon, of course. The crazy Cuban sandwich, Cajun chicken Alfredo, Flavor Town fries, and chocolate whiskey cake. Flavor Town fries, baby. Flavor Town fries. What, what's a Flavor Town fry? I don't know. It's Are those like, like cosmic fries from uh, Hopcat? Hey, crack fries. Hey, you can't say that anymore. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this stuff they have, Alex. I'm, I'm on their website. 
Oh my God, this is unbelievable. They, they, their, their website's attached to the MLive story, and it's actually a pretty good menu here. Look at all this stuff. Oh my God. Zach, you gotta, I mean, look at this. They got they got tons of wings, cheesesteak, egg rolls. Man, oh man! I, I think my favorite part of this is the huge like mural of Guy Fury in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cartoon image of him. He's got like sunglasses on and his frosted tips. It's beautiful. The chicken oh, it looks guy. Like everything gets served in a box too. Oh my god! If there's one thing I'd want, it's food served in a cardboard box. That's perfect. <laughs> The chicken no, it reminds guy me class. of the, the cars you used to get as kids' meals at the Shores Inn. Oh, oh man, throwing it way back for the East Siders around here. My <laughs> goodness, look at all this stuff though. Entrees and salads. I love how they put the uh, Cajun chicken Alfredo in the same category as the OG Caesar salad. So it's obviously car- it's carry out only. Is that what, is that the deal? That's what it looks like. Ooh, I want this chicken parmaroni. Chicken parmaroni, breaded airline chicken breast. Fresh mozzarella, provolone, pepperoni, red sauce, crispy pepperoni. <laughs> oh my god! Parmesan and wait, crispy pepperoni hay. I don't know what pepperoni that is. hay. H a y. What is that? Like pepperoni shreds? I guess I don't know. Like imagine um, if a bale of hay was made of shredded pepperoni. <laughs> that sounds like that a sounds bale delicious. of hay. I could get involved with that. <laughs> What a concept! Leave it to God to come up with these fantastic food ideas. I mean, we're sitting here where all these ideas are just out there, and leave it to God to do it. We'd be making millions off of this. Just think of a product and imagine it as food. Like a, all of a pool, his, a pool all table of, his, of cake. Uh, what about that? I'm just looking around. Um, all of his sandwiches have something called donkey sauce on it. <laughs> donkey sauce? What, what is donkey sauce? It sounds delicious, and it's a capital D. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I suppose uh, we could give it a shot, and uh, we will try to get some feedback by the next show. No promises though, because it's a short week, uh, six days only. Yeah. Cheese steak Tuesday. egg rolls. Oh man. Jesus, Alex. Can we get, can we can we get the food department to place us an order and bring it right down here? <laughs> Somebody get on. I'm having a heart attack just reading the menu. I know. I'm having chest pain right now. (laughs) Uh, Well, anyway, (laughs) we'll we'll move on and try to come back to that next week if we try anything uh, because it does sound good. But, Alex, I'm actually curious about what's going on with Notre Dame because you put down something here that I'm not familiar with. Alex is our expert in uh, NCAA. Uh, sports and, and paying the players, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, apparently he wrote some article about it. Something's crazy. I don't know. Hold on, let, let me get my billing timer going. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what this is, but it seems to be something. Oh, jeez. Oh, we got the fight song. This, okay. you know this this fight song. I have PTSD from the from the game where Michigan State played. Uh, uh, it was like Drew Stanton and back when Brady Quinn was was Brady like, Quinn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember sitting on the floor watching Michigan State play Notre Dame and State was up. I don't... They were up by a lot. Sitting on the floor? Yeah, in my, in my parents' room with the TV on in the back, like watching it on the floor. Why are you on the floor? I don't know. I was a kid. It didn't make sense. Oh, jeez. So Kids was, don't get chairs. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the floor, Zach! <laughs> get off the couch! God damn it! <laughs> But I remember we were up by, like, 21 or something ridiculous, and Brady Quinn has this huge comeback, and they win in, like, the last second. And the this is, like, their fight song brings me back to that moment. Uh, so those are bad memories. Bad memories, yeah. Oh, sorry. 
You know the rules. No chairs until you're 18. <laughs> you get on the floor where you belong. <laughs> get back on the floor and watch Notre Dame. <laughs> that was Michigan State. No uh, chairs until you can vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. So what's going on? As the, as the uh, resident expert on, on paying players, uh, what is happening here? So th- this is going to be a lot of buildup for very little conversation. <laughs> but but basically, uh, the Notre Dame athletic director came out and said that Notre Dame is not going to allow EA Sports to use their logos and whatnot in the up you know the upcoming NCAA football game that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, in, until quote unquote, uh, the college athletes can you know get compensated for their name, image, and likeness rights, but. That's like we're on our way to that, and the game's not going to come out for a couple of years. So that's definitely going to be in place by the time the game comes out. The players will be able to make money off of it. So, well, just putting more pressure on them to put it in place by then. Right? Yeah. So I, I don't know if this is just, I don't know why he said it. If it's just kind of good press for Notre Dame to be on the side of the athletes, or I don't know, it's going to create a headache for EA Sports because they're not going to get access to any of Notre Dame's you know materials until mm-hmm. right before the game comes out like i really don't know what the big deal is here you're gonna have um, to help but, me alex can't you i i don't really play uh like these football games too much can't you download teams like offline or like online and they'll have like all the all the players and everything like if you have the Madden, rosters yeah yeah you can download the whole roster and like play from them yeah the the deal though is that those rosters are created by other players so they're not uh, profiting off of them, they're making those rosters and releasing them to the public for free. Okay. They're not from EA Sports. But there's so my my point is is like even if they were like, oh, Notre Dame's not in this game, there's an easy way to get around it. Well, the athletic director was saying we're not going to even have a Notre Dame team in the game. Like you're not going to be able to play as Notre Dame whether you have the real players or not. But you know, then they'll just put in you know the South Bend Fighting Catholics, and it'll be the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. no, that's what I'm saying. They'll get around it somehow. I mean, it's going to happen. It's it's inevitable, right? I mean, really. It's it's just a matter of time. Hopefully so, at least. <laughs> we will our, see. Well, our resident should... expert is silent on the issue. No, you're you're right. It's I mean, it's going to happen soon. They're taking steps to do it, and I fully expect mm-hmm. that the athletes will be able to get paid for their non what they call non-game related name image and likeness it's just so which means like which which means like they can't get paid for like the broadcasting rights to the game right because that's directly tied to their performance but they can get paid to like i don't know go sponsor a camp or you know do a a a billboard for a local sports authority do a car dealership commercial yeah exactly exactly. (laughs) that would be awesome commercial of them receiving their free camaro to attend Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so so that's good. I mean, hey, listen, I don't have any problem with Notre Dame putting a little pressure on them and saying, you know, until we can get paid for the athlete, name, image, name, image likeness, uh, we're not going to do it. So I know it's more of a, a statement, but um, I'm hoping it carries weight because it is uh, 
it is overdue, in my opinion, at least. But kind of staying on the uh, uh, sports realm, before we get into some of the stuff that's going on with Michigan and Michigan State in the uh, uh, college basketball world, obviously... We're going to talk about basketball this week? I know, it's unbelievable. We've been avoiding the topic for weeks now because uh, somebody hasn't been playing too good and somebody's probably not going to make the tournament. Uh, But before we Well, it is February, transitioning (laughs) into Izzo, so... Oh, Jesus I have a a feeling about this, and I have something to say about them making the tournament, but we'll get into that later. I want to bring up... In the sports world, obviously the big news is Tiger Woods. Um, for those, mm-hmm. I mean, it was. When did this news break? Was this yesterday, like yesterday. morning? It broke. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I we're recording on Wednesday, so it would have been Tuesday the twenty third. Uh, Tiger Woods in the morning, at like seven fifty, uh, on uh, the West Coast, was involved in a pretty serious car accident. I mean, did you see the car? Yeah, like rolled down a embankment. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe. I mean, that thing was mangled up. I, I just couldn't believe that he was, uh, well, thankfully, okay. But um, so what exactly well, happened? I don't know about okay. We'll, we'll have to see he's, he's, how bad uh, it is. But true. He's I alive. Mean, he's alive. He's alive. Well, no, and it, that's, it, that's the main thing. I think this is a big problem with this story, but we can, we can get into well, it Well, let me just kind of give a recap because there's a lot of things here that people don't even talk about. People don't really realize the actual details of what happened. But, I mean, first of all, Tiger is not foreign to car accidents. They had the, the famous one on uh, Thanksgiving with Elon. Uh, that was a big deal. Uh, I mean, when that whole thing blew up in 2009, I think it was now. Was yeah, it 2009? You're talking, you're, just for context, you're talking about when he backed into a fire hydrant because his wife was allegedly chasing him with a golf club. And yeah. It, like, the whole story of his infidelity came out. Exactly. And, and we got this great drop. What happened? Which is uh, Tiger Woods' mother, Kaltita, on the 911 call. So, so that's a great drop from that. <laughs> but um, so what exactly happened? It was on uh, Tuesday the 23rd, uh, 7.12 in the morning on the border of Rolling Hills Estates and Rancho Palos Verdes. Um, uh, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department responded to a 911 call for a rollover accident. Uh, the vehicle was traveling northbound, sustained major damage. It landed in the brush about 50 feet from the closest home. Uh, I mean, the SUV was just destroyed, uh, at least the front end of it was. The airbags deployed. Um, they arrived on the scene, a deputy, a few minutes later, six minutes later to be exact. Um, Woods was unable to stand or remove himself from the vehicle. He was conscious, able to speak, appearing calm and lucid, according to the first responding deputy sheriff on the scene, um, which was great news. I mean, we did not know much in terms of like us normal people in the uh, in the real world, knowing what's going on. Um, so they instantly recognized him because he said his first name was Tiger. So, of course. But they had to use the jaws of life to remove him from the vehicle and um, get him over to the hospital where he had surgery. Um, but, actually, there are other reports saying that the jaws of life were not used. By the way, what is the definition of the jaws of life? It's just like what a, does that mean? It's like a big. It's like, a tool. Yeah. Is it a, an actual tool? Yeah, and it's just like yeah. it's supposed to tear open the car when you can't it's open like the a, door. It's like a hydraulic like jaw, basically, that they use to like grab, and it crunches the metal, and then they can pull it away. So there were initial reports that the jaws of life were used, um, but they did not. They used an axe and a pry bar. Uh, the jaws of life were out there. Um, but they just broke the windshield. See, I, this is the thing about this story is they like keep saying jaws of life, jaws yeah. of life. It's like, <laughs> it's just a catchy word. It is a catchy word. It it's doesn't a really news, mean, it's a newsy word. It doesn't like the, uh, the, 
the real I'll st- tell you what it means. It means the door wouldn't open. Yeah. And they had to get into the car somehow. Like it doesn't mean, oh, he's like on the brink of death and only this tool can save his life. No, it just means they needed a tool to get him out of the car. Yeah. No, exactly. And, like, it, these stories are, like, blasting him. Like, oh, my God, the jaws of life. Is he yeah. going to live? And it's just like, listen, he was in a car crash. It was, you know, it's horrible. Like, that's horrible for anybody. But Pretty he's serious a, one. But he's okay. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like an ankle injury. They just put a bunch of screws and plates in his leg, and he's going to be fine. So... Like, uh, it sounded like a pretty grotesque leg injury to me. Well, um, so really quick, the deputy that was first responding, Deputy Gonzalez, he was wearing a body camera, which um, there's there's going to be a FOIA on that, and the footage should be available in the near future. So he was talking to Woods with the body cam on. Um, there was, he was not drunk. But, I mean, the question remains, like, why did the accident happen? Exactly what happened? How did this, I mean, it was a single car crash. You know. No skid marks. <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, what happened? You didn't try I mean, and stop. How how did this? How, how, like, what happened? Was I mean? I don't. I doubt the roads were icy. It doesn't seem like it would get much cold weather there. But um, Wood suffered from what they're saying, um, open fractures affecting both the upper and lower portions of his right tibia and fibula, the two main bones in the lower leg. Uh, the bones were stabilized. That means the bone was poking through, right? Open fracture. Zach, yes. a resident doctor. Yes. Um, the bones were stabilized by inserting a rod into the tibia. A combination of screws and pins stabilized injuries to bones in the ankle and foot. Additionally, trauma to nearby muscle and soft tissue required doctors to surgically release the muscle to reduce swelling Ooh. and safeguard potential infection. Um, recovery will be long and tough. They could take the fractures themselves could take months to heal. Um, and that's pretty much all we have right now. That's well, it. bone takes two months to heal, just so you know. Okay, thank you, Dr. Montgomery. The, the, I think, I don't know, it, it, it's, I, people, I played it off, like, ESPN was, like, all day. Like, he was in a well, car Well, he's like one of the biggest he, names in sports. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, of all sports, he is the guy. But he, he's okay. And they were he's playing okay. it like he was dead. Like, I, 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 I tuned into the, like, radio this morning, and they were talking about how ESPN was, like, playing his last interview after the last golf tournament. Like, it was That's, the last, uh, like, the last moments we ever heard of Tiger Woods. It's like, no, he's, he's gonna, like, he's gonna be, he's, like, gonna be able to get away from this. Like, I'm sure he'll be I'm okay. I'm hesitant to say the word walk, but he's going to be able to get out of this. Like, he's going to be okay <laughs> at the he, end of the day. Will he ever play golf again? I don't know. Yeah. So I, that, that no one knows, but still. <laughs> I think my, my problem with it is that that's the question everyone's asking is, will yeah. he play golf again? It's like, just let's just be thankful he's alive at this point. Sure. For real. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. No, there's no question about it. Um, but um, actually, uh, Dr. Uh, O.J. Simpson was able to chime in on this. But, and he did make a, a very bold statement. Uh, and, uh, gosh. Twitter on. world. Ah! One second. Um, <laughs> have you guys seen OJ's videos on Twitter? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is what he had to say about the uh, Tiger Woods crash. Uh, this was from uh, yesterday. Hey, Twitter world. Uh, like most people, I've been uh, watching the coverage of Tiger Woods and his accident. Uh, See, out on the golf course right now? Are, Looks like it. Going, you know, to him and his family. Uh, you know, Sunday, uh, watching the Genesis Open and watching uh, Tiger be interviewed, uh, my daughter was in the kitchen, uh, and she said, Dad, Tiger doesn't look good. Uh, I said, well, he may be on some medication because uh, 
he just had another back surgery. And, uh, you know, I at one point had a little sciatic problem, and trust me, oh, I was living on pain medication. Uh, I took my it, knife. There's nothing fun about it. And with the many back surgeries he had, I, I just assumed he was on some medication. Um, so I grabbed my knife. I don't know what that has to do with this. <laughs> you know this. Uh, after this last um, um, surgery, uh, I'm a little surprised that the people around him, uh, his manager and people close to him, would even have him drive in. They, <gasps> is especially he if he's on some pain medication, they should have had a driver for him. Wait a second. Pause it for Is this the most ridiculous, irresponsible speculation you've ever heard? <laughs> I mean, how is this? What <laughs> is O.J. Simpson? <laughs> That's not a very respected news source. All that luggage yeah. But this is another thing. Wait, is, wait one second. Going to shoot. It's all got like I know is he's Tiger Woods. It's got like 15 uh, seconds. I really want to see him play again. And That's all he cares from about. From I understand, he's having leg surgery now. That, along with the back, makes it a long shot. But you will never count this man out. In any event, prayers are with you, Tiger. Take care. Uh, glad to see him chiming in. I can't believe that he's making that speculation. <laughs> I mean, there are so many celebrities doing that, too, where they come <laughs> yeah. out with these ridiculous stories like, oh, my God, I saw the news of Tiger and the car crash, and my thoughts and prayers go out to him. And it's just yeah. like these people are making news by commenting on the like crash and then making it about themselves. It's, I, it's, I hate it's, when they do that. It's absolutely ridiculous. People and do it's it not with... just OJ. Oh, I know. There's a lot of people doing that. But I mean, OJ went a step beyond that. Not only did he make it about himself, but he said, maybe you should have been driving with that medication on. <laughs> Come on. Did you... I couldn't believe it. Did you... Uh, apparently, there was an ESPN interview going on and the one of the news anchors, I don't know her name, was talking about how she had a very similar surgery recently, and For, are you mean a leg surgery or back surgery? Back surgery, back. Okay, surgery. so this was what I mean. Tiger had this what a few weeks. No, back. no, no. But they were. This was during the crash, and they were talking about how his, you know, his back surgery and now this crash could have been related. Yeah. And they're interviewing her about the story, and the guy who's interviewing the ESPN anchor asks her, "So, what kind of medications were you on?" Like, it, it's just, like, kind of insinuating that, like, oh, maybe he had something going on and he shouldn't have been driving. And it's just like, come on, you don't know what was going on. You can't, don't know what he was on. Can't do that. It's, like, absolutely ridiculous. Anyway. You can't do that. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, but now the big question everyone's asking is, are Genesis safe vehicles? <laughs> there was a USA Today story about is the Genesis a safe vehicle to drive? Didn't uh, TMZ do something about this too? It's like they ridiculous. may have. They may have. Um, did did you see that? I'm not sure. No, I. Didn't. I usually try to catch TMZ live when I can. Um, <laughs> it's a great show with Harvey. Even though Harvey's gotten, uh, well, he's changed. I'll just say that he's gotten a little more uh, um, safe. He's not as edgy as he used to be. <laughs> Uh, but is the Genesis safe? The GV80 uh, that was involved in the crash. By the way, with the um, Genesis Open moniker on the side of the car, it was the car that he got from the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that's that yeah. is not good advertising. No. That just plastered all over the news. <laughs> um, on social media, some immediately after the tournament, it's just overturned. The car's totally trashed and just <laughs> right in like big letters on the side of the car. <laughs> They should have blurred it out. Some people on social media... Tiger okay. (laughs) ...speculated that the SUV's safety features may have saved the golf legend's life, given that authorities said he was traveling at a high speed. Others questioned whether the vehicle should have done a better job of protecting woods. 
Jeez. I mean, obviously, we don't want to joke about this too much. I mean, I hope Tiger's okay, and it's obviously terrible, but, you know, the, the jokes write themselves. <laughs> but, I mean, you're going to – Alex, this is a multi-page story on Genesis safety, uh, social media. Some people say, oh, this vehicle saved him. Others say, it should have done better. I mean, you're always going to get both sides no matter what. It doesn't matter. They're talking about the, is any, Ke- the Kelly Blue Is anybody Blue asking book. what would have – is anybody asking what would have happened if he was still sponsored by Buick? <laughs> Genesis U.S. sales declined by 23% in 2020 to 16. The most like unimportant, who cares stats about Genesis? The, their sales have struggled. Oh, they got, they Brand got a- has a lot of building to do. I don't know if this is going to help. I'm not so sure. These news people have to pump out news about it, and they just have nothing to write about, but they see that big old Genesis next to it, and they have to they have to talk about something. It's ridiculous. It goes on to talk about Genesis vehicle safety. Um, there's the picture of it. I mean, that's oh my god! It really is a a, a gnarly photo. I just can't believe they. I mean, and that's the first thought: Genesis vehicle safe or not? Oh, I'm not sure. Let's write a story about it. They talk about their sale figures, and oh, they've been struggling a lot in the U.S. market. Oh, but you know, they're actually not too bad. Really. <laughs> Really, just let That's the man That's the story heal. you need. Let the man heal. Uh, so, I mean, believe me, I he's alive, and uh, we'll see what happens. I'm sure every single day we're going to get more and more news about this story. Um, I mean, there's going to be stuff coming out. I want to see that body cam footage. I mean, wouldn't you want to watch that? Wouldn't you be interested? I mean, it, it probably care? won't show you much. I don't. Well, I, I don't know. It'll, it'll, well, I don't know. Show him in the car. Yeah. Maybe you'll see his later. Uh, interesting. While we're still on the... Yeah, I do not want to see his leg. <laughs> if, if the bone's poking out, I do oh not boy. want to see that. Ugh. But what I was going to say is that while we're still on this car topic a little bit, yeah. I went to Motor Trend just to see what their top headline would be to see if it was going to be Tiger Woods related or not. <laughs> and Motor Trend. Uh, they have a story here about the new USPS trucks and i know we wanted to talk oh, about that Oh, that's right those those weird futuristic oh my god yeah what well, i mean what is going on why are they changing the classic design they're taking away my truck that i grew up with that design <laughs> oh my I god i haven't seen these i haven't seen them yet um there's a story on the sheet well lord oh, lord knows what? they need to be updated because those things they haven't made purchase of usps trucks in like i don't know 50 years <laughs> they look like they're you know about to storm the beach of normandy <laughs> alex it was the truck but that i grew up it with. it says he, it was my truck <laughs> yeah but i don't know i i grew up with those uh those Chevy minivans that they used for a little bit. And I think all of those are already out of service and the old ones are still working. Alex, I remember when those minivans uh, came into the market. I, I think it was like, like 2006 or seven or something. And I remember thinking to myself, like, Oh my God, that is like an incredible minivan because it actually looks like an SUV. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it was like a crossover. And then like a year or two into it, it's like, well, the mail took it over. Now it's just a it's just a fucking mail truck. Like, who wants that? Who's gonna buy it? And then sales plummeted, and then, and then like nobody's buying them anymore. And after like a few years, like, do you remember yeah. liking that? I, Alex, when it first came out, I do. I really do. I, it was like this weird because it was a it was a very um 
for the time, it was a unique style for a minivan, which I know a minivan, I'm good at it, but like it was a unique style for a minivan, and I liked it, but then once the mail took it over, it was done. I was Our relationship it was over. All good things have to out. come to an end. Oh, yeah, no question. So, <laughs> yeah, I I mean, it was definitely unique. I it was called the Chevy Uplander. I just looked it up. Okay. Um, definitely unique. I I remember thinking it was the ugliest car I'd ever seen. <laughs> oh, God, I'm glad, I'm glad it, it hit a market with you. Oh five to oh nine. Oh Jesus. Yeah, and, and Newman from Seinfeld. But that's about it. Oh Jesus. Um, but I mean, Alex, this is revolutionary. This this new truck. Because it's got all these like high tech features, uh, they're calling for fifty thousand uh, to one hundred and sixty five thousand new trucks, uh, which is a, a pretty big range. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure why they're having a disparity of one hundred fifteen thousand trucks. A, okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, 360 degree cameras, advanced braking with front and rear collision avoidance systems that includes visual audio warning and automatic braking. Um, and it goes on and on and on. Blind spot warning, air conditioning, which believe it or not, those original trucks, those boxy trucks don't have AC. Um, it also has, (laughs) I believe that. Yeah. They have those little fans going. There's no option to not believe that. I definitely (laughs) believe they don't have air conditioning. (laughs) Front and rear bumper sensor. Are they electric? Are, Are these electric trucks? That's what I'm trying to figure out because I thought that through some executive order, the entire government fleet was supposed to be electric. So I would I would assume that these will be. Oh, the vehicles will. Also, they're made by Oshkosh. I thought that was like a toddler's clothing company. <laughs> yeah, I thought. What do they transition to the mail truck game? I guess they have to. <laughs> tough it's climate. a Wisconsin-based. It's a tough market. Oshkosh Defense. Oh, it's like a defense company. I don't know. Uh, Who knows? The vehicles will be a combination of battery, electric, and internal combustion powered, which will be retrofitted to meet the latest advances in electric vehicle technology. That's all, all the information regarding Wait, how the propulsion can, system. They're going to be retrofitted to the latest technology. What does that mean? I, I don't know. Call call USA Today. I have no idea. <laughs> what do you mean? Re- These are new trucks. Why do they need to be retrofitted? <laughs> a new truck needs to be retrofitted? I don't know, man. Yeah, that's that's. What, I'm so confused. You know what? You know what I like about them though? They kept the same wheels. <laughs> Look at the wheels. <laughs> it's a spare tire. It's, imagine seeing the donut that you have like underneath your car. Put all four of them on this thing. You got about like three inches of ground clearance, and there you go. <laughs> I think the wind resistance is horrible. Look at that windshield. I, look, I mean, look at that thing. Why do you need it, such a big windshield? It probably gets like ten, like maybe ten miles a gallon at best, probably less. It, it, it looks like a bus you know what windshield. It reminds me of. It reminds me of Peyton Manning's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh God. huge. I mean, if you were a mail delivery person, would you want to say like? Yeah, you know, I was going to get into mail, but oh, I'm going to drive that lame truck around. That ugly thing. My friends are going to see me in there and make fun of me. I saw you in that van yesterday. <laughs> oh, I don't want to deal with that. Maybe I'll choose something else. It's got AC. That's nice. <laughs> that's, that's that's like the best upgrade I see. Like, why do you need the rest of this? I mean, the 360 cameras, I guess, from pe- stopping people from stealing the packages. I don't know. Oh. I don't think that. I think that's just like. But the rest drive. of this is. But the rest of this is kind of like unnecessary. Is you know? stealing packages from a mail truck a big problem? I don't know. I, I would. <laughs> it would probably be easier just to steal them off the doorstep. And people do. 
Airbags. They have airbags. That's pretty great. Huh? Why do they with the ring cameras? You can't do it. So you got to steal it direct from the source. Why are airbags listed as a f- notable feature on this <laughs> Does that really have to be included as a notable feature? Airbags. It's like like I yeah, get we now, AC. We now care about government employees a little bit. <laughs> I get AC because the old trucks didn't have it, and that was always the thing. Like, no, there's no air conditioning in those trucks. People are so hot and everything, but. Airbags? Do the old trucks not have airbags? Either? I wouldn't be surprised. No, they the don't. Old ones don't. It says right here, the old trucks lack airbags. Are you kidding? Oh, sh- sorry. <laughs> I should turn that off. That was pretty wild. How did the old trucks not have airbags? Come on. Come I don't on. know, man. Oh my god. I, I, whatever. I don't know. I I guess I've never, you know, delivered mail before. Really? But like. <laughs> I don't, it's like it, I, I mean the AC might be nice for the really hot days. Of course, but is it is it, I don't know. I there's got to be something nice about you know drive when you're when you're driving the mail truck like having the windows down and being able to walk out and you know isn't that part of the fun? I don't know that to I me think, it'd be appealing to like have your windows open you know and be, be part, outside be, be part of the community. Yeah, like exactly. If you're in and out of the truck all day anyway, the air conditioning is not going to do you a whole lot of good. Yeah. Well, it might be nice to get in the truck and, you know... Maybe if it's really nice bad. and cold. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine that being well, nice. I uh, think what's most important are the airbags. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that they're reaching the 21st century with these advancements. Fantastic. Thank you, USPS. It's also telematics uh, compatible. So you can, you can maybe they'll be able to see where the truck is. Telematics compatible? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Like, so they can be tracked via GPS or something? Yeah. Like, and make sure they're not going off to the drive-thru for an hour, <laughs> stopping at the movies. Well, no, maybe... Where's it, my may- mail? Yeah, maybe... Where's it, the truck? Maybe, yeah, well, that, that's what I'm thinking. Like, maybe, you know, the people who freak out because their package isn't there yet and it's supposed to be there, well, maybe now you can, like, look online and see, oh, my, you know, the truck oh, that I has can... my package is two blocks over. I would love to do that. Yeah. I didn't realize... that's If that's the case, then I would be all over. Over that but i don't think that would be that. bad you'd have people like yeah. running out to the truck like oh it's just around the block let me go get it <laughs> oh my god could you imagine the complaints like they're gonna be looking at the truck <laughs> why is the truck not here look where it is it's 3 p.m and it's two blocks away <laughs> the usps will be just bombarded with phone calls i'm looking at the tracking app right now and the truck is not here it should be here it's here every day at four it is it, it does give the karens more to work with that's for sure <laughs> And if you've ever if you've ever used USPS technology like their tracking app, oh, you know it stinks. Oh, it's horrible! Oh my god! It's just so it's like, be like oh, the truck's been on Main Street for three hours. <laughs> I, don't want here. <laughs> I don't even. I've never seen that before. I only. I've only like looked up, and it's like it's out for delivery, and it'll be out for delivery for like four days, and it's like okay, <laughs> dude. Those things are so inaccurate. <laughs> I mean, I've looked at those things a lot, where it's like. Oh, I've I've seen it where it says delivered. It's not delivered. <laughs> it's delivered the next morning. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Really? That's what you're gonna do? So. Well, now, well, now you can look up and you can see where your truck is. If that's the case, then I, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um. Okay. Do you guys want to get into some college basketball? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. I want to yeah, hear. Yeah, we got good things to talk about this time. <laughs> yeah. Leave it to when the Spartans what win two games? Have they won two games? Yeah, Indiana and Illinois. Uh, so they win two games against some mediocre teams, and all of a well, sudden, Illinois it was number five. Well, Illinois, 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 they were they were number two, and they still are number two in the Big Ten, I think. Or no, they are number two in the Big Ten. I don't know. Sportia! Anyway, 
We were going to talk about Michigan first anyway. We're going to give them their credit. Well, Michigan right now is – that game against Ohio State was fantastic. I mean, that was just a – I mean, All right, good. You got your word in. No, listen, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right here. Uh, Michigan is listen okay. <laughs> if you're not a fan of either school – that was still a good game. Did you watch any of it? Oh, it was a good game. I mean, it I was a good it. game. I'll I mean, tell you, I was so mad when that, that – so there was a one play, and it was back and forth all game. You know, you know, Michigan would be up by three, and then Ohio State would be up by five, and then, then Michigan would be up by three again. And and Ohio <laughs> State was – coming pass back and forth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pass back and forth. <laughs> Thank but, you, Jim. <laughs> but um, – there was a one play where the Ohio State guy he did the pass behind the back. You remember that one? No, I, no one. I didn't watch all of it. Oh, okay, it, this was the turning point, and it was like back and forth the whole time. And you knew the first person to like make a huge play would do it, and it was Ohio State with the dumbest behind the back pass. And it was like Isaiah Livers. It basically they just like dropped right in front of him, and he took it in for a layup, and they scored. And that, like the game was over after that. But I was so upset that that was the way it had to end because it was so good until then. <laughs> like, both teams were ridiculous. It was like... Michigan pulled away at the very end. What were, was the final score? It was like 92 to 87. So it wasn't... I mean, it wasn't super close. They, but it, Or it wasn't like... Five they pulled points? Away. That's yeah. or no, they, close in a game. I, mean, I meant the opposite. You get the... Yeah. 92 to 87, you're right. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was back and forth. I mean, really good. But I mean, are there any, like, takeaways that you would think from Michigan as... An unbiased fan, if you can, you know, take a step aside from your uh, green and white uh, dar- garb there, uh, what do you think about this team? I mean, do you think that this could be somebody that has a pretty good chance to go pretty good in the tournament? I mean, they, they you got to admit. I mean, I know they were shut down for a while because of COVID, but but right now they look damn good. I mean, seriously, they look really good. Yeah, I think. This Hunter Dickinson guy is unbelievable. I was watching him during the OSU game. He's their center. He's their freshman. He's actually, yeah. he's, uh, I think he's leading them in points. Uh, let me see. He's leading them in, he's their leader in points, rebounds, and blocks. And, man, he is unbelievable. He yeah. was making plays all over the place, too. He had this huge dunk in the OSU game, too. And he's he's a freshman. It's like, who That's is unreal. This? It, this guy is This guy is amazing. Um, I think my one takeaway from this is that I so some people are like I, there's a lot of people out there saying oh John Howard's he's the man like he's got it you know like he's the I'm a, I'm a little hesitant to say like he's a great coach and he's gonna be great forever but uh, it's I will too early it's no, a little early I agree I agree I, I think there's a lot of people jumping on that bed and sure. a little maybe a little too early but I will say he's doing a lot better than I thought he would. I thought he was oh, a joke. Yeah. I thought he was a joke when they hired him. I thought it was like, okay, you're gonna hire someone with no experience, you know, and then they had last year and they were so mediocre, but they gutted the team. They got those two transfers from uh Columbia with Mike Smith and they got another transfer from Wake Forest. And you know, those guys are getting huge minutes and making huge impacts on the team. And I think that's like that's something that MSU. It's a lot things that a lot of teams need to try. Is like you know maybe your team, you know, missed on some recruiting, but if you get some recruit, you get some grad transfers in there, and now you have a you know a team that can play for a championship, and that's what they should do. They're they're a championship contender. Yeah, that's what Joey Hauser was supposed to be for us. Was the grad transfer to kind of hold us over until the next round of recruits came in. Yeah. Why can't Jimbo take a page out of Juwan Howard's book? <laughs> Jimbo, that's because Jimbo's a joke. <laughs> Jawan Howard is like everything that Jim Harbaugh was supposed to be. You know, come in, 
get in the the high level recruits and make Michigan a contender again, like right away. And that's what Jawan has done. I mean, you can't deny it as much as I want to, but you can't. And and Jim Harbaugh hasn't done that. But yeah, I I can't really add anything to what you said, Zach. I, I mean, Michigan is just playing at a tier that we haven't really seen from them in a long time. I don't think. I mean, even the two years they went to the national championship, I don't think they were this clear of a contender for the national championship. I think it would, both of those runs were kind of a bit of a surprise, but this year I don't think anybody will be surprised to see them in the final four. I mean, ESPN has them as a, uh, a number one seed. They also have Ohio state as a number one seed. So Michigan state or Michigan went in and beat an, uh, another number one seed in the tournament. And yeah, I mean, played a really great game. Both teams did. It wasn't a fluke at all. It was a really well fought game and Michigan won. And I don't think, a lot of Michigan fans ever doubted that that was going to happen. I don't know. They, so they actually they they're if they go three and two the rest of the season. So I mean Michigan, they, yeah, they'll clinch the NF or sorry, geez, the Big Ten uh, title. Michigan plays Iowa tomorrow night. Iowa's a number nine uh, seat right game. now. That's seven p.m. Then they play Indiana Saturday. They're unranked right now. Illinois um, next Tuesday. They're number five. And then they end the season with back-to-back Michigan State games. Michigan State at U of M on Thursday, March 4th, at Michigan State on Sunday, March 7th to close out the season. Those are those uh, yeah. makeup games. Those will be- that's, a really, that's a really hard schedule because yeah. Iowa is really good. Oh, yeah. Indiana is highly motivated because they need to win quite a few games down the stretch to secure their place in the tournament, if at all. Yeah. Illinois is a great team. Great and team. And then... You have MSU, who's trying really hard to win their last couple games, to get in the tournament, and it's so. a rivalry game. But what's going on yeah. with MSU? I mean, is there any hope for them, or I mean, are are they dead in the water? <laughs> no, there there is hope. There of course, hope. of and, course, there's and, hope. What am I talking about? Who am I talking to? Of course, there's hope. <clears throat> well, I mean, it, well, it's it's very slim. It's very slim, <laughs> and I will admit they started the season playing very poorly. I mean, they just looked dead for the first half of the Big Ten uh, season, but. With a big win at Indiana and a big win last night against Illinois, they are alive again. Now, they have five games left. They yes. play Michigan twice, like you said, Ohio State, Indiana, and Maryland. Ohio State tomorrow, which, by the way. Yes, Ohio it's a great State tomorrow. And in, in at, East Lansing. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a great basketball night. At nine. Yes. That's going to be a great game. Watch U of M and then go right into Michigan State right after that. That's going to be great. But MSU has a very tough schedule ahead of them, and they probably need to go, I don't know, four and one in, in the last five games. To, to really have a, a good shot at making the tournament. And even then, they'd have to perform fairly well in the Big Ten tournament. So it's it's a long road ahead. Yeah. But I wanted to bring up, before we talk about Michigan State specifically, is in the bracketology, they have Minnesota as one of the uh, play-in games, one of the like 12-seed play-in games. And Minnesota is 6-10 and 10 in Big Ten play, 13-10 and 10 overall. Now you compare that to MSU, who's... 12 and 9 overall and 6 and 9 in Big 10 play. And I'm wondering why is Michigan State so far out of it but Minnesota is in the tournament still. I think it's it's the quad one wins, right? That's the big thing. That's what the bracketologists look at. I think Minnesota has I I don't remember exactly, but I know they actually beat Michigan. They're like the only Big 10 team that has beat Michigan, but they they have a bunch of wins at home. And now I, from what I've heard Minnesota is terrible on the road. 
but they have a they have a bunch of really like key wins on at home, and that's why they're probably you know ranked so high when compared to state. Does does bracketology include any type of speculation? Like, is it like you know this team's looking really good, so we're kind of putting them here for now? I mean, is that part of it, or is it all numbers? No, I think I think there's speculation. There's the well, eye test that you then, know. Then they're probably saying like, oh, Minnesota's probably gonna uh, win more games than Michigan State down the stretch here because they're maybe a better team. You know, it's just no, kind of a prediction. No, right? I oh no, I see what you're saying. I think they make those brackets based on right now. Like it's like forget if the rest were of the end right now. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, and I, I wasn't sure of that. I wasn't Minnesota's sure of that. two and six in their last eight games. Yeah. Well, I I I, I don't know, man. I, you can look up their schedule exactly. I think they have some pretty big home wins. Minnesota's zero and eight on the road. Yeah, <laughs> they're thirteen and two at home though. Oh my god, that's a huge disparity. Holy crap! Yeah, but they've lost three in a row. They they beat Iowa, they beat Michigan State, they beat Ohio State, and they beat Michigan. So and they beat Purdue. So they beat all the you know the top teams top in the Big teams. Ten at home. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably why. Yeah. I mean, they but might. They've still... also lost to Maryland. They lost to Rutgers. They lost to Maryland twice. Lost to IU. <laughs> yeah, I. It, I don't know. It, so what's going on with the Spartans? I mean, did, did they have a chance? I mean, of course they have a chance. But do you think it's going to happen? I do. Well, do these last two games give you enough hope to say to yourself, "Yeah, they'll be there"? I don't know. It's it's tough sledding because, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> tough sledding. Two games against Michigan, a game against Ohio State. Those are three really hard games. Sure. And, I mean, we, we basically need to win two of them, which is a lot to ask, and I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but I will just say the team looks way different, 100 times different, 100 times better than they did earlier this season. I don't know what's happened, but it's like Izzo's flipped a switch with his guys and the effort is ten times what it was. Yeah, is this just so, a fluke? I mean, it's it's two games in a in a season that's truly been abysmal. And I'm not saying that this is indicative of like the culture there or what's going to be coming down the road. I I really think this entire season is a fluke for them. I, I just think this is a, a very weird season that that something's not clicking. And even if something is right now, it's just maybe a little you know too little, too late. And it's just. A weird season. I don't think this is going to carry over to next year is what I'll say. I think they're going to be right back in it. But as far as I'm concerned, and just from my speculation, I don't think it's going to happen for them. I still think that they're going to lose to both uh, Michigan games and Ohio State. Then they also play um, Indiana and Maryland. We'll see. I'm not sure. They already beat Indiana earlier on this year. But then again, um, you know, it's... You really don't know. You really don't know. Didn't they lose to Maryland? Did they play Maryland yet? Or is this going to be their uh, first game against them? I don't know. I stopped paying attention when they were horrible. <laughs> I, don't, I did not see them playing Maryland before. I don't know, man. I just don't think it's going to be the year for them. I, I don't see them winning against Michigan at all. I don't see them beating Ohio State. I just think it I, – I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I mean, you wouldn't have said that against Illinois either, right? I think that's a fluke. I, I think that's a fluke in a fluky year. That did you did not watch? look like a fluke. Yeah, did you watch that it? Did not look like a fluke. Did you watch? I don't care what it looks like. I don't need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not there watch it. It doesn't matter. Hey, listen, I watched the Michigan oh Ohio God. State Turning game. A blind you could, eye. Yeah, exactly. You Who can cares? watch the Illinois game before you have takes about it. Hey, listen, I, I can give my take whether you like it or not. <laughs> I'm gonna say to yourself that I think it's a fluke. That's fine. That's so, I'm just saying. I mean, it, it 
for oh, a little a little recap <laughs> a little recap for Max here. It was it, Michigan State went down. I think it was five to ten, right off the bat, and then they went up by it was like fourteen or sixteen at the half, and they didn't look back. So I mean, they were up by ten almost the entire game. So I don't know. Maybe that's a fluke for Max. I it it. it I mean, Michigan State definitely came in with a different mentality. They actually Wrong. looked they looked like a real – they looked like a coach – or, sorry, excuse me, um, Tom Izzo basketball team. They were Wrong. out there. They were fighting for rebounds. Josh Langford, I, I swear to God, any ball that was in the air was Josh Langford's. He had like 16 rebounds or something ridiculous. Yeah, 16. Yeah. 15 points, 16 rebounds. <laughs> and as, as a shooting guard. Uh, Marcus Bingham was making some huge blocks on uh, Kofi Coburn, their huge guard. The guy's like, I don't know, 260 pounds and seven foot, and they just sit him in the middle. And I, it, it, it and they de- also hacked the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, he got whacked a couple times. And you know what? That's a, that's you know they went in there with a the game plan to you know the to have their bigs foul foul him because he wasn't very good at the foul line, and it worked I mean- out. <laughs> that's that's what like mid February Big Ten basketball looks like, and nobody's teams play better in mid February Big Ten basketball than Tom Izzo's teams. Yeah, it's just how it is. Now I didn't expect them to look like this the way they looked the rest of the year. They looked so soft the first half of the year. Yeah. They weren't rebounding. They weren't playing great defense, and they just looked unenthused. But they looked a hell of a lot better last night against Illinois, and they looked. Pretty much, this, I thought they looked that same way the second half against Indiana. I didn't watch the first half, and I know they were down, so I'm just guessing they weren't playing that you know enthused the first half. But I think if we didn't watch either. see them play with the same level of effort in the next five games, there's a chance at least that they can win enough to make the tournament. I'm not saying they will, but I'm saying they have to play like that to give themselves a chance. Yeah, I just it, sure. this season to me. It, I think it says a lot about college basketball too, right? Because the 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 blue bloods, you know, the heart of the you know the NCAA, the Dukes, the Kansases, the Kentuckys, those teams are all struggling this year. The Champions Classic teams, exactly. And I think a lot of that has to do with the off season. I think a lot of people are putting it on like, oh, they don't have their home games, which really helped them. And I mean, maybe there's some of that. Maybe the coaches rely on the you know the home field advantage for those midseason games when they're you know their teams coming together but i think a lot of it is the off season like these the, they didn't get the off season that they typically have and i'm sure these big blue blood programs you're grinding all off season in order to be good during the regular season you need to grind all off season and they didn't have that so i think that's a big reason why you know this season is you know so weird and now these teams are kind of coming together they've had their practices and now the Blue Bloods are kind of playing good. You know, Duke's in the first four out or something now. And, you know, it, it, it looks it looks like things are coming together for these, you know, these teams. I would like to get really into these games down the stretch. Like tomorrow night, for instance, that's going to be great TV. I mean, I'm going to be watching both games for sure. Yeah. There's no question. I uh, I have class till 8 o'clock, which I know, I know. That's right. You'll miss the Michigan one a little bit. Of it, well, I'll so. miss part of it at least. I'll get a steak or something and, and get, get, you know. <laughs> nice, nice uh, asparagus. Casual. Oh yeah, casual, casual Thursday night, eighteen ounce ribeye, <laughs> <laughs> big old tomahawk with a massive bone hanging out of there. <laughs> Grill it up, reverse sear it because it's like three inches thick. You pretty much can't do it in anything else. And then watching basketball, I can't wait. I'm pumped, <laughs> pumped, man. Um, well, I mean, listen, I hope that both teams. I I want both teams to make the playoffs. 
I, I really do. I mean, Michigan. Playoffs. Obviously. Playoffs. Playoffs. I want the to, tournament. I right. wanted to make the. I know you don't whatever. watch a lot of basketball. It's not called the playoffs. Okay, whatever. You know. You know. Uh, I want Michigan State to make the tournament. Believe me, I do. I believe still, me. I believe me. Uh, I'll still root for U of M if they play each other. But I still want Michigan State to make the tourney. So. I'm not sure I'll be able to watch the Michigan game tomorrow. To be totally honest. Why? They're playing Iowa, and I can't stand either of those teams. <laughs> and I especially. You're an adult. Put those feelings aside. No, no, and it's also because. Because they're playing Iowa, who has Luca Garza, and Luca Garza is getting the Zion treatment, where they every other word out of their mouth is Luca Garza, and I cannot stand when announcers do that. They were doing that the Colby Kurt or Colburn, I cannot say his name today. Uh, yesterday too, didn't you notice that, Alex? Like every yeah, time he touched were. the ball, it was like, oh, he's so big, he's so strong, he's gonna drag the whole team up there with him. It's like, all right, guys, calm down. Like, yes, he's a big, strong player, but he has like. Six points right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, did you take notes on anybody else on the team? Yeah, relax. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we will see what happens, everybody. Um, I do want to spend a little time on The Bachelor. If you guys are done with your college basketball talk, we can move along. But before we do that, um, Ooh, I'm teasing them. I know, we are. We're going to The Bachelor talk. It was hometown week. Hometown week. <laughs> um, but... Um, this this Texas thing that's going on right now, um, you know what my biggest takeaway is? First of all, everyone... What, it's, what Texas thing? You it, mean that they had a snowstorm yeah. and are, are out of power? Yeah, okay. yeah, the, the, the whole Texas debacle. Um, my biggest takeaway is, do people not know that starting your car inside of a garage and sitting there is a bad idea? Do you have to live in a cold Wait. state to know that? Wait, that's your biggest takeaway? Also, yeah, that is my biggest takeaway. (laughs) Were a lot of people doing that? Were people getting like methane poisoning? Everyone's going to the hospital, dying. (laughs) I mean, carbon monoxide poisoning. There were so many patients of that. That was one of the huge stories. Yeah, that's my. I mean, that's not a big like secret. Is that really something that I missed that part of the story? That's I hadn't been hearing about that. Where have you been, Mike? I thought that I've was just a been hearing about, about like it. the the water damage from all the burst pipes. Oh, I mean, and, a- Alex, uh, absolutely. I believe me. I, I, people I mean, burning furniture in their front yards to stay warm. I, we've we've seen all those, which is crazy. I <laughs> mean, the the thing. I mean, are they not prepared at all for any of this? Uh, that's another. There's just like no. complete chaos down well, there. It's it's literally like the ten thousand dollar electric bills. I'm so confused. Why, if it is that bad, you have a car. Just drive out of the state and go stay no, in a motel where no, there's got electricity. No, start the car in the garage and sit there oh my with, God. The, with the door closed because it's cold out there. I don't understand. Like, it, it, it's really not that hard. Like, the, the state's going to be shut down for weeks. Like, it's not like you need to be there. Just leave your house and go somewhere else where they have electricity. Like, if you're not going to, if your house uh, look, can't handle oh, it. Some of the hotel prices in texas were like a thousand dollars oh god what a bunch of assholes go to oklahoma who does that go to oklahoma they can't have any hotel like the hotel price has got to be like five dollars a night no, in oklahoma. oklahoma got shit on too well i mean they're they still have power though right the the big thing with texas was that their grid wasn't connected to the rest of the country True. so they're they lost power and they have no way to back it up 
And um, the 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 measures taken that they were supposed to take, but it wasn't mandated because it cost money to like winterproof or weatherproof these systems for potential cold weather. Yeah, we can do it later. <laughs> no big deal. We'll put it off. Oh, look what happened. Oh, shit. We're sorry about this, everybody. <laughs> I mean, and it just leads to complete mayhem. I mean, you've seen we've all seen those videos. I mean, the pipes bursting and just like water pouring down in these houses and these homes being pretty much destroyed. I mean, it's 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 like verging on a natural disaster. Yeah, I I really think this yeah. is just a complete. I mean, it's, I it's a fuck up. I, it's a fuck up because these 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 power companies couldn't winterize their system because yeah, it's a little too much money. We'll put it off. That's really what it was. They didn't want uh they didn't want federal mandates. They didn't want to spend the money, and that's fine. But you know I what? Mean, this was gonna happen, and <laughs> this is gonna be a I I there's gotta be lawsuits coming here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's got to be something major. I just, I don't understand, like, why would you burn furniture in your front yard to stay warm? Like, it's just, like, just go somewhere else. Like, you you have a car. That's your privilege talking. Some people can't. (laughs) All right, if you don't have a car. Zach, I believe If you don't have a car, then, yeah, maybe that's a huge problem. I agree. I agree with you. But, like, if, like, it's just, it's really, I think that these people just don't know how to handle anything snow. And it's like. Even if there is, a, like, you know, a good five or six inches of snow, you can still drive your car. Like, you just got to go slower. They never, and maybe they've not never a- done it before. <laughs> there wasn't even five or six inches of snow, though. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a small dusting. It just got really cold. I mean, there, there was, there was more snow in certain areas. I understand. Don't, don't, don't fact check me on that because I know there was snow. But a lot of the area was just a dusting and very cold. Zach, my virus protection is good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what's gonna happen? Are they are they sending the the the, the uh, national guard down there or um not not the national guard um what what do they call it the Red Cross down there to to, to hand out blankets and and food and and water and uh putting up the community shelters as places to go or something community centers. Sure, I mean oh, there's I conspiracy man. theories thinking that Bill Gates sent the snow. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. I heard about that. That was pretty good. And there and the and the. Political leaders are flying down to Cancun to just hide it oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was bad luck. Uh, oh, oh Teddy. I just I loved how he blamed it on his daughter. Too. Like, oh yeah, my daughter wanted to go to Mexico. Uh huh. Sure. Teddy. Uh-huh. Yep, I'm sure. Um, can't tell your daughter no, huh? This is um this is funny actually. Um, Reuters.com. You've heard of Reuters. Are are they uh are they a uh, uh, political leaning one way or the other? Should I know? Because I don't Reuters? know. Yeah. Let me put this there. The story is well, it's, fact it's pronounced check. Reuters. Reuters. Ex- They're leaning that way. Excuse me. Um, explaining fake Texas snow post and scorched snow videos. Um, oh, this was funny actually. Did you um? You, you saw the you watch, video with the mat where they like lit the snowball watch, on fire um, and it was burning. You and... watch KFC um, minute. Yeah. Minute. Did you watch that video when he did that? <laughs> he was trying to. <laughs> the snow won't burn. That was so funny. <laughs> So basically, people for no idea what we're talking about. Um, there were it was part of the conspiracy theory where it's like people in Texas were gathering snow outside and bring making a snowball well, and, and snow in quotes. Yeah, like quote unquote snow. Like we have this white powder on the ground. We're gonna gather it and see what happens. They put a they put a, a lighter on the bottom of it, and you think to yourself like, oh, it should be melting with the heat. But you know what? It just burnt. There wasn't any water. It was melting. It was not melting, everybody. It was just, oh, my God, look at this. There's no water. It's just black. <laughs> the snow is turning black. This is not snow, everybody. What's going on? 
and then it, they put it in the microwave and yeah. it like pops and sparks like metal popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So so people are saying like this is this is man-made snow. This is this is fake. This is complete fake. <laughs> they sent a huge cloud of fake snow down to Texas. Not just they, Bill Gates. Oh, yeah, sorry, Bill Gates. Thank you, Bill Gates, for trying to fucking trick us that this snow is real. <laughs> You'll see it's not melting, and it's going to burn. <laughs> snow don't burn! <laughs> oh, oh, and God. Microsoft... Off stock was up a dollar thirty today. <gasps> what? Any, uh, Watch out. any coincidence? What? I think so. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lines are being drawn here, guys. Oh boy. So, um, where, where's the where's the fact check? Um, what is is there a fact check on this? Is it really man-made snow? No, um, I think they just faked the video. <laughs> well, if it's on the internet, it has to be true, right? <laughs> It was on TikTok. That's hardly the internet. <laughs> there, there, you know what? This fact check is actually really long and boring. It pretty much talks about the science behind why this would happen, um, and um, pretty much explaining like, yeah, this is normal. Uh, so anyway, I thought it would just vaporize into gas because uh, it pretty much goes from solid snow to a gas because it's being heated so quickly and very hot, right? No. I don't know. Anyway, this Reuters article explains why this theory has been debunked. <laughs> Just in case you were really, really thinking that it was Bill Gates who sent the storm down there. <laughs> I just hope that they uh, they make it out okay, and we'll see what happens down the road. I hope this never happens again. I hope those power companies get their shit together. <laughs> figure it out. Uh, figure it out. Um, okay. The Bachelor, which I know... Everybody's been waiting for it. Zach, did you watch this week? How was it since you said you would watch? It was um, oh, yeah. spectacular. Oh, yeah. Most dramatic episode yet. Well, that's true. You must have watched. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, I mean, I don't want to get into the Chris Harrison thing, but everyone everyone knows what's going on with that. Now he's stepping away from the show. Um, but honestly, that's kind of... At this point, it's kind of old news. It's like a, it's like a week old. But, um, yeah, the, very old news. The big news is it was hometown week and matt james matt james who could be the next president of the united states i think he handles himself so perfectly there's no situation that he has a problem with except the previews um do make it seem like it could be a bit of a uh, issue um but I, i'm curious alex take it away i want to hear what you have to say about what you thought happened during hometown week who had the best week and who you think's probably going to win okay so uh I, so I thought Michelle had the best hometown. She went first, right? And yeah. they seem to have the most serious relationship. If we're talking about the actual love connection that Bachelor is supposed to strive for, True I think love. Michelle and uh, and Matt are definitely all in in love. And the way that he interacted with her family and the way that she talked about him, she is all in. I mean, I think I would imagine she would be absolutely devastated if he somehow picks somebody else. Oh, I mean, yeah. Did you get that same feeling? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, She was like, I would say yes if he if he proposed right now. He is the one. He is my person. Like, I, I just, I know it. Sure, sure. No, and, I agree. And Matt, of course, you know, being the bachelor, can't say it right out himself. But the way he interacts, I, I think that she's also his top choice. Well, wait a second. I... This is Michelle, right? Um, I don't because um, wasn't it wasn't it Rachel that 
that Matt was the only one who said I love you because like the dads asked him, and and um and Matt would just say like I'm falling for them, but he wouldn't say I love you. But with Rachel, I thought it was like the actual like oh I I love this girl, and and he was able to tell her parents that. Um, but, I think it was I think he said I'm falling in love with her. Yeah, but the other girls, he just said I'm falling for them. Yeah, no, it was definitely more serious for Rachel, and that surprised me. Yeah, but just the way he acts around michelle i think is different i don't know if you agree i don't know I, well I, I don't know it's it's gonna be an interesting take because i still think rachel is the winner um i have no idea i did not read reality steve um but that's my thought um but i mean you're right he does act a little different around uh michelle something something that really i would say impresses me is matt seems to be the only contestant i've seen who actually is able to separate his relationships, it seems. He's, I don't know if you agree or not. He's the best bachelor ever. It really ever. seems like when he's with one person, it like he is not thinking about the other people and is totally like trying to have a one-on-one relationship with that person, regardless of what's going on with the other women. Sure. Who's the only one here who knows the illegal ninja moves from the government? How was that, Zach? <laughs> how was explain to me how that was relevant? I don't know. I feel like he has ninja moves. That's why I felt like that was relevant. <laughs> anyway, I just I oh, think I, that it's you know, really I, tough to tell watched. how you he's must feeling. You must have watched. <laughs> I mean, my God, that was a perfect take on last week's episode. <laughs> I, I think he. I think it's hard to tell he's going to win because of that, though. Is is my main point? Is that you can't really tell if he's feeling stronger for one person versus another? Yeah. Just because. I don't know. He's not really letting on to that. I don't think he's good at hiding it. I think he would let himself like fall in love and propose to all four girls. If that's, or all three girls, I guess that are left. If that's really like how he felt about each one. Um, Rachel, she hit the ground really hard. Oh my goodness. They went, they went skydiving. They went skydiving. Yeah. And they went skydiving and on their way down. So Matt had a nice soft landing, like, the his instructor was like behind him and they kind of like fell like onto his instructor's back i'm guessing that's how you're supposed to land yeah you're skydiving and rachel you know you're strapped onto the front of your instructor yeah and they just face planted like rachel first <laughs> into the ground nice like very damn. nice like really hard like yeah. oh my goodness i was i saw that and i was like holy god like sometimes they they pipe up the drama for these shows what and make it a lot worse than it actually was. But this one was bad. Like she hit the ground really hard, and they're wearing helmets, thankfully. No, they weren't. But, Alex, Matt, and Rachel were not wearing helmets. The were instructors they were. I didn't understand that. Wait, they weren't wearing helmets. Alex, I'm telling you, they were not wearing helmets. Um, I'm gonna pull up the YouTube video of it. Um, but I didn't. Why? Why would Matt and Rachel not wear helmets? I, I didn't I didn't even pick up on that. Alex, that's I'm, silly. I'm for the cameras. I'm pulling it up. That's so dumb. Because she did hit the ground really hard. But what surprised me was how quick they sat her up. Like Matt ran over and like like gave her a hand, like, come on, get up. And I was like, Don't <laughs> move her. <laughs> get a backboard. No, oh no. God. Right away. Stabilize her neck, please. <laughs> um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh Bachelor Nation. Uh oh man. The, everything's posted. Yeah. Uh, no helmets, but uh, let's see. Zach, you got to see this, and then give me your doctor opinion. Here comes Matt coming down. Nice and easy. No helmet. The instructor has one. Nice, easy landing. Oh, 
We did it. We did it, Joe. Rachel. Look, she's like flopping around. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, 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 bam! Oh my God! What happened? Rachel. That was not a very good landing. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> Running. He's running over to he's her. He's not running. He's casually jogging. She's got no helmet on. If he was actually That's concerned, insane. he would have moved a little faster, I think. Oh my, God, my back is killing. I have so much grass in my mouth right now. <laughs> Rachel just literally slammed into the earth. <laughs> into the earth. She Look ate her. some grass. Yeah, she's okay. Oh, ow, ow. It was gnarly. I don't even know how else to describe it. Like, <laughs> she's not meant to take this guy. You guys want him to be the president? Look at him. Look how professional he is. I, was it, it I was, do. It was gnarly. She just like ran the into the ground. He takes care of business. Up. It puts everything into perspective. Are you okay I think they took a little bit of a yeah, leap here. I think so. My heart hurt when I was watching you. You know what I mean? Because you weren't moving for a second, and I was my like, "My head hurt." My you, heart you don't hurt. Realize how much you care. Until I know. It's I'm like, saying my head hurt. There, <laughs> there's a heart. chance that you could be gone. You know. Oh, Matt! I'm not trying to be dramatic, but I was just like, "No, That's, I know." But you're a chance you could be gone. That's what was going through my head? You know, and it's like, "That's it's, a stretch." It's a different feeling when, like, you're falling in love, and that person. <laughs> like, <laughs> Drama. Potentially, like, really hurt. And the thought of like losing you like set in in that moment. Now, Matt, Matt, we're just getting started. And losing uh, you, I, I didn't realize how she's crying. Strongly I felt until something he's like crying. That. Maybe he They're meant both crying. Maybe he meant like losing her. Like, well, if you really fucked up your face, I'm not me. picking you. <laughs> Maybe that's what he meant. Losing, oh, like, in, in sickness and in health, Max. She, in sickness hey, and in health. Hey, she's competing. She's kept, this is a competition. No, it's love, Max. It's love. Losing you? Is that really a... That's a stretch. I mean, like, she she nailed she nailed the ground. But she's I mean, she wasn't wearing a helmet. She hit the ground really hard. Why were they not wearing helmets? Let the bitch walk! <laughs> I guarantee it was Matt like, man, if you really fucked up your face or something, I, there's no way I could pick you. I've been losing you. We're just getting started. <laughs> um... Well, I mean, it wasn't the most dramatic episode ever. I will admit that. I will admit that. Um, but, um, yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up in a second. But, Alex, one more thing before we do. I want to look at the upcoming uh, previews uh, for the next couple weeks because these are good. And this is going to be incredible because it's the Women Tell All coming up. I believe that's next week, actually. It's a shocking women tell all. Oh yeah, Victoria returns. Hard to Queen hear Victoria. Being called a hoe, an idiot, or a shady bitch. Some of you can't accept what it was that you did in the house. All of your favorite women from this season are back. I didn't sign up to get my name slandered. You called her a high-end escort. Gloves <laughs> <laughs> come off. Yes, I was involved in drama because There's I was Victoria. going through like levels of pain. That's fake as hell. Levels of pain. Plus, Matt returns. Look at the beard that went home. I care about him. So much. Wow. Yeah, that's um. What's her name? Who went home? Maybe I made the wrong call. Serena P. And then, in two weeks, he has like a James Harden beard going on. I'm about to make one of the most important decisions in my life. Someone should have told him to shave that. Oh, the shirt. Yeah, it was a bad choice. I'm in love with Matt. People fall in and out of love, and love is not the end all be all. That's his mom saying that. Most difficult decision I've ever made. My heart's in pieces. I've 
Everyone's crying. He's with another woman right now. I can't do this anymore. I feel like every Rachel working towards the start. Rachel's crying. She's okay. crying. No. <laughs> He's crying. Chris is crying. Not. He's not I'm okay. Sorry, He's not okay. I'm very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know if you can do this anymore? To be honest with you, I don't know, Chris. <laughs> <gasps> oh! He's bowling! It's all coming up on The Bachelor. Oh my God, that's good. Man, oh man. Uh, is this going to be the most dramatic finale ever, Alex? I don't see how it couldn't be. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. But the women tell all her next week. The I agree. <laughs> all right. You guys want to get out of here? <laughs> yeah. I feel you like this was a long episode, but we covered um, a lot. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. 118 in. Not too bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess. <laughs> that was longer. <laughs> all right. I don't know if that's a good sign. Sorry, I guess maybe it wasn't a good All right, episode. No, 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 <laughs> you said it. Let's get out of here. We're done. Best ending we've had yet, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Well, well, if you want more, uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to the podcast. Uh, we broadcast from anchor.fm slash cutting out early, so you can find a link to your favorite podcast source there. Uh, our Twitter uh, is at cutting out early. Instagram is cutting out early dot podcast and send us an email. Uh, if you have a question, if you have a subject you want to hear us riff about, if you uh, have some, some topic ideas, send us an email cutting out early dot podcast at gmail.com. And that's cutting out early dot as in period, not spelling out the word dot. We, we had, uh, we had some slanderous emails to me after what Max said, uh, the last podcast we had. What, so. what did I say? Well, you said to get sent, or no, Alex said it. Alex said send out some criticism to, you know, for Zach. <laughs> Man, you guys are harsh. <laughs> We're gonna get our email department on that to filter out the bad ones. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really hurtful. Profanity <laughs> will not get your email read. Um, we will recover. <laughs> Make it a clean email if you want us to read it on the show. Please. See you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye bye.